I like what I feel in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. If you don't feel anything, maybe you should walk out the doors and walk back in. If you didn't get love at first sight, you might want to come back a few more times until it hits you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being faithful to the house of the Lord tonight. Thank Pastor. He's preaching an anniversary service for one of the ministers around the Houston area tonight. I'm thankful to be here tonight. I'd always rather hear Pastor than have to hear myself, but it is what it is. But if you would, turn with me to Mark. I'm going to read from two places, Mark chapter 4 and also Matthew chapter 14. Mark chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 14. I prayed tonight that the gifts of the Spirit would be evident tonight at the end of this service. The Bible says that those gifts are for the building up of His church. And if we need to leave here strengthened tonight, I pray that those gifts would show themselves before we leave this place tonight. Some of you have had gifts that haven't been stirred up in a long time. I pray that tonight those gifts would be stirred. I pray that tonight there would be a boldness in your spirit that when you wake up tomorrow morning, the first words out of your breath, you're prophesying. Amen. Amen. I believe that. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 4, we'll begin reading at verse 37. It says, And there arose a great storm, say a great storm, of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? God, don't you care that we are in a storm? Can't you see that we are drowning and we need your help? Can't you see that the storm is raging, but yet you're asleep? But the Bible says, He arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And He said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey Him? That even the wind and the sea obey Him. There's something different about this man. Matthew chapter 14 We'll begin reading at verse 27. It says, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous. He was afraid and began to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. 
And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, of a truth thou art the Son of God. Tonight, if you'll allow me just a little bit, I want to talk to you on the subject. When it rains, it pours. But when it pours, He rains. When it pours, He rains. Worship with me before you're seated. God, right now, we call upon Your name. God, it's the only name we know. God, I feel as David tonight. God, I don't come with a spear. I don't come with a beautiful shield. God, all I have is You, God. Oh, I come in the name of the Lord tonight, the Most Holy God. Oh, I pray that You would anoint this Word tonight. God, that we can leave change. God, that even in the midst of it raining and pouring, God, that there is one higher, that there is one greater, oh Lord, and He reigns over all. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Oh, bless it. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise and you may be seated. Hallelujah, Jesus. These men were on a vessel that was getting tossed around at sea. The Bible says, and there arose a great storm. That tells me that when they embarked on their journey, they was not preparing for a storm. They didn't go out in the midst of the storm, but the storm arose on their journey. They had not anticipated this thing that was going to take place, but nevertheless, it happened. And the same with Peter. When he got out, his focus was on Jesus. Where he was going, that's where his focus was at. But the Bible says when the winds begin to push and rage, that he noticed them and was afraid. He was full of zeal and eager to see the king, but the storms of life entered in and he became afraid. You see, even his faithful followers who saw him do miracle after miracle after miracle still had a hard time when storms came their way. They saw him heal the lame. They saw him open blinded eyes. But yet still when a storm came into their lives, they were afraid. Even though He was there with them, they themselves were afraid. It was hard to keep the faith when the winds are raging. Did they love God? Yes, absolutely. Did they trust in Him with all that was in them? I sure hope so. Because they said, it says that they went to Him to wake Him up. They knew where the answer was. They knew who was on board with them. But in themselves, they could not conquer this fear. It doesn't matter what your storm is. Storms are inevitable. They, they are going to come and they are going to pass. It's part of life. There is another story in the Bible of someone who knew about life storms. This man was named Job. The Bible says he was an upright man. 
who feared God, a good man. Yet, one day a messenger reported that thieves had attacked his servants and took all of his donkeys and oxen. It started to rain on old Job. But you know what? That wasn't the end because the Bible says while he was still speaking, another messenger came and reported the fire fell from the sky and burned up Job's sheep and servants. But it wasn't done yet. While he was yet speaking, another came and said, Job, there were some people that came and they carried your camels and they killed your servants. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and reported that a mighty wind struck the house of Job's eldest son and killed all of his children. Every time that Job experienced one bad report, another travesty occurred. Job was dealing with his own personal storm. But despite all that Job experienced that day, the Bible says that Job still fell down and worshipped him. After all of the storm that he had faced that day, he could have went and hid in a corner and cried and said, Woe is me. But the Bible says that he fell down and worshipped him. And it's because of that that later on in Job, he was able to say, I know that my Redeemer lives. And in the end, I will see my God. I know in the storm, it's hard to see all of that. But when I can worship Him in the storm, when everything doesn't go my way and I can't see the break of day, if I can worship Him in that storm, then God will assure to me that my Redeemer does live. And He can give me peace again. He can give me help again if I can just trust Him in this time. There are storms, no doubt, in everyone's life that we must face and endure. There are things that come into our lives and seem to take away all of the sunshine and fill our skies with dark gray clouds. There are things that come into our lives that strip our minds and leave us broken and beaten. Our finances trouble. Our health is attacked. And we wonder, why me, God? Why me, Lord? Why does the rain have to come? God, and if the rain is going to come and it's going to fall on somebody, why does it have to fall on me? Why does it have to fall on my family? It's unfortunate, I know, and it hurts. It seems unfair that even when we are living right, storms come into our lives. God, why me? I've been faithful. I've paid my tithes. I worship every time I come into your house. But it seems like I get nowhere. I pay one bill and another one is on the way. God, I, I fix my flat tire and I have a blowout in another one the very next day. I, I can't get anywhere. But Matthew 5.45 tells us, For He maketh His Son to rise on the evil and on the good. And He sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. If you and a sinner get out of the car at Walmart at the same time and it starts to pour down rain, it's going to rain on their head just like it's going to rain on your head. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to rain on the just and the unjust. Storms come in many shapes and sizes. They come from different directions and there is no way to keep them from coming 
into our lives. They come not only in the spiritual, but in the natural as well. I cannot control the weather. I cannot control if it's going to rain tonight or tomorrow or next week. I have no power in that. In fact, I can predict the weather as well as the meteorologist down the road can. And that's not very well. There are days clouds fill the skies and it's a 100% chance of rain all over the web. But you know what? I'll walk outside and not a drop has fallen in my yard. But there are days that I wake up and it says it's a 10% chance and I can walk out that same door and it looks like a tsunami has just hit. I cannot control the weather. I cannot control the things that take place. I can't control whether I want rain, sleet, snow, or hail. I can't decide when I want a tornado or a hurricane. I don't get to choose the storms that come my way. But you see, things come into our lives regardless of if I'm ready for them or not. We can do our best to try and determine the direction of a hurricane and prepare weeks out We go to the grocery store and buy all the canned goods that we can and pack up on flashlights and all that we'll need and the gasoline because we know it's going to be crazy. Maybe we flee and run out of town trying to avoid the storm only to find out that it hits somewhere else. But nevertheless, it's going to hit somebody. It's going to destroy somebody's home. It is going to cause people to shed some tears and be hurt regardless of whether it's you or somebody else. Storms are going to come. But we can try our best to prepare for a storm, but no one, no one is really ever ready. No one is ever really ready for a storm. I don't know why that happens, but we cannot change that. I can't tell a tornado where I want it to land. If I could, surely I would choose a desolate field that I knew it would roar and not harm anyone. That it would go its course and never touch a single person. But I cannot control where it's going to land. And it's the same way with our lives. I cannot predict when something is going to come into my life. I don't get to choose when I want the rain. I don't get to decide when I want it and how I want it. I just have to know that this too shall pass. That this storm that I'm in, if I can just hold on a little bit longer, that maybe next week I won't be in this storm anymore. That maybe after all of this has settled down and the waters have went down, I can live again and I can breathe again. I just have to learn that in the midst of it all, He is still constant in all of my chaos. And He is still steady even in my storm. You say, Brother Landon, I feel like when it rains, it pours. You're right, I don't know what storm you're in tonight. I don't know what your family is facing tonight, the storm that you are in. But I do know when it pours, He still reigns. He still rules everything. Everything that's going on in your life, He's got it all under control. I wish that a life living for God gave us a get-out-of-jail-free card. That when we got in trouble, we just pulled out I'm a Christian card and we're, all, we're exempt from everything else. I wish that it was that easy. I wish that any time something in our lives went wrong, we could just declare, I live for God. I shouldn't have to have this hurt and pain. That everything would go away. 
But it doesn't work like that. I wish a life lived for Him. Let us be exempt from hurts and scars. But I cannot control the storms. I cannot control the bad things that happen in your life. But I do know tonight that when the sun shines, He reigns. When the clouds come, He reigns. When the rains begin to fall down, He reigns. When there is a drought, He reigns. When it begins to pour, He reigns. Even in the flood, He reigns. When your finances begin to crumble, He reigns. When you don't know how you're going to make it tomorrow, know that He reigns. He rules. He's got it under control. I know right now it doesn't make sense in the storm, but if you hold on and know that He reigns, it's all going to be alright. Amen. He said He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I am the Lord, and I change not. James 1 said, with whom is no variableness. So if His Word says to me in Exodus, the Lord shall reign forever. Forever. But I'm in a storm. I don't care. He reigns forever. But you don't know my past. He reigns forever. But I don't know what tomorrow holds. He reigns forever. Luke 1 says, And He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. If He reigns forever, then what do I have to be afraid of tomorrow? If He reigns forever, then I don't have to worry about next year. I don't have to worry about my job. He reigns forever. He's in control and He's working on my behalf tonight. If He spoke to the storm on a ship and said, Peace to the wind and be still to the water, and there was a great calm, then I know when I am in a storm, I can't control it. But there is someone on board with me. If I can get His attention in the midst of my storm and say, God, I can't do this on my own. The storm is raging. I have faith, God, but it's weak right now because I'm scared. It's alright to be scared. You know who to go to in that time. Jesus, I need you right now to come and speak to this wind. I need you to speak to this water. You don't have to settle for abuse. You don't have to settle for things falling apart in your life. You say, God, the storm is raging. The wind is blowing in my family and it's shaking our ship. God, I need you to speak peace and be still into my family. God, to my finances, I need you to speak tonight. God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would speak in each and every life, God. Oh, yes, God. The answer is in Him. He is the one that can help. My wife's grandfather, Brother Krill, used to say this quote. And if you could grasp it, it would change your life. He said, I can endure the what? I can endure the what without having to know why as long as I know the who. I can endure the things that are going on in my life and not question every time something goes wrong. Why me, God? Why this? If I have a revelation of who He is, and I know who He is. Everything else is going to work itself out. We are in control of nothing. 
While we are on the ship and it's raging, we are not in control. If you won't expect an explanation, even when you can't see the way out, He will be wherever you are. And He will be whatever you need Him to be. There's an old song that says, But I'll keep holding to His precious nailed, scarred hands. You say, well, what does that have to do with this? It has everything to do with this. Because those hands are a reminder that say, Look what I've already done. I reign over death. I reign over hell and the grave. I reign over your sickness and your addictions tonight. I reign. Hold on to that hand, that nail-scarred hand, and let it be a reminder that He still reigns. The what's in life are going to happen. The things we cannot control, the pink slips in our box, the bill in the mail, or even the call from the doctor. Why do people die tragically in an accident? I, I don't know. I don't know. Why does our world seem like it gets worse every day? Well, it is, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. Why do I struggle with the same thing after I prayed through on Sunday night and I wake up and face it Monday morning? Why does that happen? I don't know. But as long as I know the who, as long as I know the one who reigns, as long as I know the one who is in control, then I know everything else is going to be alright. Psalms 107 says, He makes the storm into a calm so that the waves are at peace. That's the God I serve tonight. That when the waves are crashing down, He could speak in just a moment everything changes. That though in my life I may be facing some things, oh, that my neighbor sitting next to me don't even know about, and all he has to do is speak, and that wind and everything else stops all around. That's the God I serve. And if I know Him tonight, then I know everything is going to be alright. The writer said, I thank God for the mountains. And I thank Him for the valleys. I thank Him for the storms He brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God can do. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God in every storm, in every trial. I've learned the who. I've learned who to call on when things get bad. I don't want to use them every time something's going wrong, but I want to praise them when everything's going right. I want to praise them when the sea is calm, and I want to praise them when the sea is raging, as long as I have a relationship with Him. No wonder Paul said, Oh, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of His suffering. Because if I know the who, if I know the one who reigns, everything is going to be alright. There will be moments of suffering. There will be storms in our lives, just as there were in His. But if I know Him, and if I can suffer with Him, He is going to take care of me. He even gives us a promise for the end times. Remember, it says that He reigns forever. Well, when John got to see an open window of what was going to take place 
even further than what we're living right now. He wrote down the words, He shall reign forever and ever. Well, it's the end times. How is He going to keep reigning? Because He's going to reign forever and ever. Later on in Revelations, He said, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thundering saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. You mean even in the end times when the storms are really raging? Yes, even then, He still reigneth. Even then, people are lifting their voices saying, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Even in the end, He is still reigning. But it gets even better for Luke 10 and 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's already given us that dominion here on earth. He's already let us reign in that aspect here on earth. But the Bible says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with Him. 2 Timothy 2 and 12. No wonder Paul said, I want to know the One who reigns. I want to fellowship with His suffering. Because Paul knew that storms come and sufferings come. But if I can suffer with Him, if I'm going to suffer and I'm going to be on a storm, I want to be on the boat with Him. If I'm going to be in hurt and pain, I want to know that I am in His house. I want to know that if the storm is raging, I don't want to be a drunk underneath the bridge, but I want to be in His house knowing when He can help me. Amen. He said, if I can suffer with Him, then one day, a glorious day, I can reign with Him forever. He told Timothy in this letter, listen buddy, I got a glimpse of something. I can endure the what's of this life. I can endure every storm that I face and everything that comes my way. I can stick through the sufferings of this present life without having to ask why. Because I know the who. I know Him and I want to know Him more. Many storms will come your way, Timothy. But if you get a hold of the who tonight, then one day we will reign with the One who reigns forever. If you can just take hold and know that you are serving a God who is able to put the pieces back together. He is able to bring your ship to a calm when the storms of life rages and you don't have an explanation. He can speak life. He can speak a peace over your life that passeth all understanding. I don't know where you're at in your life tonight. I don't know what storm you're going through. But I do know I serve a God who wants to help you tonight. I know I serve a God who wants to put you at peace tonight. That when you go home tonight, you sleep like you haven't slept in months. To give you a rest to know that God is working it out on your behalf. I know it hurts. I know it's hard to go through the storms of life. But I also know that God is there every step of the way. Peter stepped out by faith to go see Jesus. He wasn't expecting the things that were going to come. But the first person he calls to is not his brothers in the boat. 
He doesn't try to catch himself. The first things he does is he cries out to the Lord. When you're sinking, don't just sit there and drown. Call out to the Lord. When you don't know what's going on and you see the storm raging and fear enters into your heart, don't just sit there and drown. Reach out and say, God, I can't drown. God, I can't go under. God, I can't hurt like this anymore. God, I need you to reach for me. And the Bible says that he took him by the hand and lifted him up. And when they entered the ship, there was a peace. You see, when you decide to bring him on board with you in your life, there will be peace. Some of you are asking why you're in a storm because you don't have him on board with you. You sailed off and said, I I got this, God, I can do this. But then when the storm starts raging and the battle starts raging, what are you going to do? Who are you going to call on? But if you've got him on board with you, there will be peace. You may have to endure a little rough waters. You may have to endure some high tides and some things going on. But you know what? God's going to work it out. He's going to help you until the end. Amen. There's a University of Arizona. They have a huge greenhouse that they have built. It's two and a half football fields in dimensions inside this colossal greenhouse. They planted trees, trees that they thought they were going to be given the richest environment for growth and stability. And they did grow more rapidly, but then they grew thin and weak and had undeveloped roots. Some were even falling over, dying, and the scientists were baffled and questioned Why these trees were not surviving in the perfect condition. That's what we pray for. God, I want a perfect, smooth sailing life. I don't want to have any more bumps in the roads. God, I don't want to have any more storms in my life. I can't face another mountain. I can't face another valley. God, I pray that you would help me from here on out, God, to just have smooth sailing. We say that that's what we want. We want a perfect condition for our family. We want a perfect condition for our lives. But it says they realized there were weakness by the absence of one thing. These trees were weak because one thing was missing. And that one thing that was missing was storms. The trees needed storms. They needed wind and rain. They needed them to come and pour down and push up against them. So that when that would happen, the tree would dig roots down into the ground just trying to hold on. Just trying to make it one more day. And because they had a perfect condition, they say if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. And boy, it was growing. It looked good. But all of a sudden, these trees begin to fall over and die. They needed a storm in their life. They said that they learned that strength comes from the struggle. Mm. That strength comes from the struggle. 
that the trees needed to learn to adapt to the adversities and change them to their advantages. In the wild, trees must withstand the strong winds and as a result, they become strong. And it increases the quality of their life. In our own lives, it's hardships and struggles that spur our growth and strengthen our core. So when you say, why am I going through the storm, Brother Landon? Because God is making you stronger. You say, well, why is my family facing this? We're living right. Well, good. That's why the storm's coming. Because He's trying to get you to dig deeper. He's trying to get you to find yourself in a steady place. To take hold of something and say, I'm not going anywhere, God. Though the storms are raging, I know I'm weak and I know it's raining on me. But God, I've got to take hold of something and hold on to it. And know that I shall not be moved by this. I know it's a troubled situation. I know I can't understand. But God, tonight I pray, Lord. God, and in the midst of our storms, God, we begin to dig deeper. God, than we've ever dug before. God, in our own souls, God, when the storm comes. God, those are the hardest times, God, it feels like it takes all of our strength away. God, but I pray that we could muster up enough strength, God, to withstand the storm that we're in. God, because I know, Lord, that when things come my way, God, things I cannot explain, the hurts and scars that no one else understands. God, and then when it rains, God, it doesn't just rain. God, it pours. God, I feel like I can't take that next step forward. God, I come to church, I lift my hands. God, and I begin to walk, Lord. But the closer I seem to get to you, another wave comes. God, and pushes me back. God, I'm trying to get out to the deep, Lord, but the winds keep pushing me back. Oh, God, but I know, God, that even when it pours, you still rain. God, you reign over heaven and earth. God, you reign over death, hell, and the grave. Can we stand in this house tonight? I feel the Holy Ghost. God, I pray tonight, God, that we would know you. God, and in the storm, God, we know that we can trust in you. God, I don't know where anyone else in this place is at tonight. I don't know what storms they're facing. God, that I pray tonight that they would know. God, that the storm and the struggle, God, is only helping make them stronger. God, tonight I pray you speak peace to the wind. God, and be still to their waters. Oh, God, that we don't understand everything. God, there's what's that take place in our lives that we cannot explain. Oh, God, we've embarked on this journey. God, we've tried to do something for you. God, but storms have come. God, and we've gotten afraid. We've gotten hurt too many times. Oh, God, we've lost some people. Oh, we've lost some people to the waters, God, that have fallen overboard. Oh, and they're no longer here with us tonight because of life's storms, God. 
We can't explain them. I don't know why they happen, oh God. Oh, but I know in the one who reigns. I know in the one who keeps it all under control. Who has it all in his hands. If you've fallen overboard tonight, call out to him. Oh, he'll reach down and pick you up in the midst of the storm. He'll bring you back on board. He'll place you in a peaceful situation again. All you have to do is cry out to Him. Oh, I open these altars tonight. God, right now, Lord, I can't see the storms in their lives. Lord, I would like to go to each person tonight and tell them I know exactly what they're going through. God, but I don't know the storm they are in. God, I don't know why it's pouring on them. But I do know, God, that you reign. I do know that you are in control. And you are working it out on my behalf, God. You're working for my good tonight. Oh, God, if you know somebody in this place tonight that may be sinking, I pray that you would pray for them tonight. Oh, God, touch them. Oh, God, we cry out to you, Lord. God, we pray that you would reign in this place, God.